today on CityCast Chicago. We're here at the North Lawndale with a West Side native to talk about the beauty of returning home. And for people looking to explore the neighborhoods, some tips on things to eat, see, and do. It's Thursday, September 1st. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Another week, another neighborhood guide. We're out here on Marshall and Cermak and Lawndale with freelance journalist Natalie Frazier. We love having so much on the show that we want to have her back to show us around the neighborhood she lives in. Natalie, welcome back to CityCast. Yo, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Where are we exactly and why did you have us come out on Marshall and Cermak? Yeah, so we are, Jacoby, as you pointed out to me, technically in Marshall Square, but I consider this Lawndale, uh, somewhere between North and South Lawndale. I think the community is what the people who are in it name it, um, and I think that that's kind of where you get at, like, who's who, right? Like, the name Marshall Square, I've literally never heard that, right? Um, I've heard Mexicans refer to this as, like, Little Village or, like, you know, something that's near Little Village. Black people, is interesting when talking to them. They really only reference North Lawndale. Uh, and we're at Comercio Popular, which is a shop that's just like a Renaissance shop. They have terracotta pots, you know, handmade garments, uh, they do pop-ups, you know, like traditional Mexican pastries, uh, coffee, taco pop-ups. Um, they just bring in everybody. And I feel like it's just a really cool spot for just cultural fusion, just the neighborhoods fusing, um, and just representative of, of young people coming back to where we're from and really putting that new energy um, and new life um, and just, you know, innovation back into our neighborhoods. To me, it symbolizes our connection, you know, as black people, as Latino people um, in Lawndale, one Lawndale. I live in North Lawndale, um, very black population. I actually have Latino neighbors on both sides of me, um, but still very black block. Um, and then you get into South Lawndale and it's, you know, just very Latino, very Mexican specifically. And I think like spots like like Comercio Popular are really gems because um, I don't think it happens enough. I think. You know, there's been some tension in the past with like, you know, racial uprisings and things. And I think, you know, just in general, we've kind of been pitted against each other. And I think we don't realize how much we rely on each other, you know. Hearing your story and like how transient you've been in this city is really cool. And I relate to it a lot, having moved through so many neighborhoods. Can you kind of chart that journey for me a little bit? Because to start in Austin, to go as far as Evanston, but still choose to come back to North Lawndale. Can you talk about that a little bit? For sure, for sure. I love Chicago. I always say I'm like a capital C Chicagoan. So I actually was born in Bronzeville, Michael Reese Hospital, which is no longer there. Uh, moved to Austin um, and lived in an interesting spot in Austin. I lived in Galewood, which is kind of on the cusp of Oak Park and uh, Austin. And it's an interesting little place because you get to see like the wealth that's right across Austin uh, Boulevard. It's drastic. It's one of the most drastic changeovers in the city from one block to the next living on that cusp and just realizing like whoa my family is kind of taking me in oak park a lot you know to do fun things to to grocery shop to get fresh produce you know what is this about and then when i'm you know going to my park district or i'm going to you know public school i'm seeing kids who are having very different experiences you know it's like flaming hots and cheese on wednesdays and then on tuesdays we go into the farmer's market in oak park so it's just two very different vibes i go to high school in lane tech um, at Lane Tech uh, up north, which is 
I think the first culture shock that I experienced, I mean, I realized like, whoa, there are more than black people and Mexican people in the city. I met my first Puerto Ricans at Lane Tech. You know, I met my first, you know, just Indian folks, just all kind of cultures that I had never seen before living in Austin on the west side of Chicago. So after that, moving to Evanston for Northwestern wasn't much of a culture shock because I had experienced so much in high school. And I think it really kind of pushed me back to the city, back to that comfort uh, of the west side of being around folks that look like me. So I tried Oak Park, um, which is like right next to where I, you know, grew up at. Um, a slight full circle moment. It's like your whole childhood. You're just like, what's this difference? And a part of you was a part of you like, all right, maybe, let me see what it's about as an adult. Maybe Literally. a little. Mm. Literally. I'm like, you know what? I, I want to see what it's like on the other side of Austin, you know, on the other side of North Avenue. Um, and it was very isolating. I didn't really anticipate feeling so separate from my family that was so close. So I said, you know what? forget it. So um, I moved back to uh, Garfield Park. My grandmother is from Garfield Park. Um, so I moved there and it felt like moving home. Um, and you know, just had to get in the car to get my fresh produce. I remember coming back and I remember first going to like Wicker Park after grad school and be like, you know what? Those are an amenity heavy neighborhood. This is where I want to be. And then after a few months, I was like, I don't feel as welcomed as I would like. But all my family and friends is, is south of 63rd Street. And so I need to go back that way. And so we all make choices on why we choose to live in a neighborhood. For so many of us, though, being home is more than like just grocery stores and, and where you can go entertain yourself during the day. Yeah, I mean, and then Garfield Park, I think a difference for me was like just the amount of green space. It's calming, it's peaceful. You know, they've been telling me that this place is not safe. You know, it's, it has all these issues, but I feel at peace when I'm here. So Garfield Park felt like, you know, coming home and now living in North Lawndale feels the same way. Back here with Natalie Frazier, we're in North Lawndale at Anna and Frederick Douglas Park across from Mount Sinai. But Natalie, we got you here in Douglas Park, kind of chilling in the somewhat shade uh, to talk about your neighborhood guide in North Lawndale. What are some things that you love to do, eat and see? Let's start with some things to do. Yeah, Anna and Fre Frederick Douglas Park, don't forget that. Uh, shout out to the kids at Village Leadership Academy um, and all the people who organized um, to get this park renamed. Uh, Lawndale feels very much like a just kind of hang out outside kind of town. Like I, I, it feels a lot like the South. One thing I like to do is just go on 26th and just hang out, right? Like it's, it's carts outside with tamales and tacos. Um, I might hit Azucar, which is like a, a local ice cream shop in, in South Lawndale. Um, I might just go on 16th. Like there's a barber shop over there called Principal Barbers um, that my partner gets her hair cut at. And uh, the barber Bobby Price over there is really cool. Um, and it's kind of like a little hangout. Um, Green Tomato Cafe is, is pretty cool. We don't have a lot of cafes in North Lawndale, so I kind of frequent every everything we get. What do you like to get when you go to Green Tomato? Green Tomato, I think they have a jerk chicken wrap that's really good. I think they have a Philly cheesesteak wrap too. So they have like, they kind of do like a healthy spin on like classics, you know, like they'll jerk it, but it'll still be vegetables in there. Chicago you know. Jerk anything. Chicago will jerk anything. You get some jerk ribs. You can get a jerk pizza puff at this point. You can get vegan jerk. Like Black Americans will jerk anything. <laughs> and I mean, that is a beautiful part of our culture, I feel. 
Um, I'll hit a B-Love Cafe, which is also in North Lawndale. I don't believe it's Black-owned, but they have, like, an emphasis on hiring black folks from the neighborhood. So that's super cool. They got, like, a a hot honey biscuit, Mm -hmm. chicken biscuit that's really good. And they also um, stock, like, a lot of, like, West Side bakers. So that's a cool little spot. Uh, Skatchel's. Um, so Skatchel's Beef is on Cicero. I go there a lot just to get a slice of pizza, beef. They also have, it's an interesting spot because they have like slot machines in there and they also serve liquor. The old men like, you know, gambling at 1 p.m. and then like, you know, you got kids grabbing like a hot dog. I just love spaces like that that are just kind of like, where am I? It just feels kind of like the Matrix and it's very <laughs> intergenerational. What are some ways that you like to kick back in the neighborhood, some places maybe late at night to go eat, just some place to, to hang out uh, after hours? See, man, I think that's what we're lacking, which is why I'm like, I, there's a void I need to fill here. If you come down 16th and like, I don't know, like Lawndale, it'd just be a bunch of folks outside, music playing. It, it almost looks like an open air festival. You know, it, it looks really cool. But I think that be, that is because there is a lack of physical spaces. You know, I think the South Side calls them Fifi's. I don't know what the West Side calls them, but just hanging out outside, you know, music. Avers has a very, like a, like a huge senior population. So it'll be like 70 year olds outside on my block stepping and like blasting music at 3 a.m. You know, even like I wish you had a club to go to, girl. I got, I you know, I got school in the morning, but um, you know, I I do think we fill that void ourselves. The West Side has so many of these gym parks. You got Douglas Park, you got Humble Park. I know you grew up near Columbus. You also got Garfield Park. What would be your favorite? So Douglas Park is not as much of a staple in my life as like Garfield Park, like the Circle. Um, spent a lot of time out there. Uh, And my grandma always tells me, like, you know, the parks are ours. You know, nothing really, nothing else has been ours traditionally. Um, And uh, I think my family has definitely been one of those families that will go bring the grill out, the cooler, you know, and have a whole party in a public park. You know, we don't know nothing about reserving a park with Chicago Park Districts or any of that. Like, that is completely foreign to us. (laughs) My grandma will look at you like you're crazy um, if you tell her she can't have 50 people in her local community park. You talk about Garfield Park being such a, you know, uh, like a key neighborhood for you because that's where your granny stay, right? And that's so that's so important. I don't know if it's people from LA, New York, Chicago. It's like the neighborhood that your granny grew up in is so close to, to home, so close to your heart. What are some places in Garfield Park that people got to stop by when they're in the neighborhood? Ooh, Garfield Park. So I, I guess the bittersweet part is that a lot of the places that my grandma tells me about are not there anymore. Um, because when she was growing up there, she was around like where United Center is and like, you know, kind of like you got all these different names now, Tri Taylor and, you know, but it was really just like Garfield Park to her at that time. And, uh, a lot of those places are gone, but when I'm in Garfield Park, the park is always the first stop. Um, Garfield Park Conservatory, love it so much. Um, and when I'm in there, I just pop in there to go to a Monday coffee company, um, because I don't have a lot of coffee shops. So I'll just be walking through looking at plants and like just going to get some coffee and then pop right out. And so when I leave there, I'm, I'm a coffee girl. I might hit Muse coffee shop, which is, um, on Western and like, I want to say like Polkish, um, but Muse coffee shop is black owned. They got a little art gallery in the back. My barber shop is right next door. I'm like an outside all day person. So I just tell my partner, like, babe, I'm going out. Like, when you come out, I don't know. I'm going to be out all day. Y'all got 
do y'all got competing barbers? Like, because yeah. I, I, when you mentioned the first barbershop, you're like, they get their hair cut there. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And I need no way you get your hair cut. I get my hair cut um, in Garfield Park. Um, shout out to Twin. Uh, and I would never change on him, okay? <laughs> I will never turn on my barber. What was the name, what was the name of the barbershop again? Um, what is it called? Because I just say I'm going to see Twin. Uh, I think it's called... Um, let me let me look it up. My barber is named Malik, and I have yeah. no idea the name of the spot he works out of. No and I've walked idea. in it twenty times, no it's less. Like, um, I don't you know. Don't, He's don't booked need, up. He's you booked don't need up, more y'all. People in the chair yeah. you anyway. He's booked up, y'all. Don't worry about it. So we've talked some things to do. You've dropped in some coffee shops, some restaurants. What are some cool things that you have to see in your neighborhood? In Lawndale specifically, there are a lot of older homes um, that almost look like mansions. Uh, so nice. like. On Avers, um, on like Avers and Ogden, like right at that little intersection, you got like three historical mansions on that block. Very, very cool. You've got like the old historical signs from the 1900s. And it's interesting because you just see regular folks living in there. But just like seeing that history and seeing those structures that have been there uh, is just so, so cool. Um, it's cool to see like the uh, the community um art house which is like uh like a old firehouse that's a cool spot to just check out the art that's on the wall and just you know just just see what's going on i feel like there are a lot of low-key murals in lawndale that a lot of folks don't know about the taggers <laughs> go above and beyond you know even the un you know this, the illicit stuff just looks so cool and it's so much detail in it when I look up, when I read about the west side of Chicago, obviously one of the first words people talk about is disinvestment, right? And when you think back to like your grandma, who's one of those, you know, part of that generation of some of the, maybe some of the first or second generation of black folks to move to this neighborhood. Was it like, you know, being a part of that generation very much forced to revitalize your community? I love my grandma's stories of Madison. Um, like as a child, you know, she talks about just, you know, uh, just Sears, right? Sears Roebuck Company, the movie theater, uh, lounges on every corner. And like she said, they never knew they were poor because they, they were completely self-sustained um, within their West Side neighborhood. Part of the reason why I wanted to move back is because I do want to contribute to, you know, putting our money back into our neighborhoods. I think it's interesting to kind of think about that, the almost like black flight from the neighborhoods right in the 70s and 80s folks who were you know starting to make money and and you know doing better for themselves uh thinking about those folks who left the neighborhood like my grandma was one of those people but she left the neighborhood to go to galewood you know inside of austin because she thought it was going to be better better opportunities and i think my family now is kind of like there's this idea that we did everything we did so that you could go somewhere else um and that you wouldn't have to create you know uh, those spaces, those safe spaces or those opportunities or, you know, you wouldn't have to, uh, you know, do all of that work. You know, my grandmother, you know, talks about Londell with such love. I'm back because of that love that she instilled in me um, in Garfield Park in Lawndale. I think the disinvestment is, you know, it, you, you definitely see it in like structures and, and like money and things like that. But in the people, you see the love, you see the connection, you see the strong ties and you're kind of like, oh, we can accomplish anything. Natalie, I appreciate you coming out with us between Douglas Park, between Marshall and Cermak, uh, and showing us a little bit of your Lawndale Garfield Park and, and sharing your story with us. For sure. Thank y'all for having me. And come, come visit the West Side sometime.
if you missed the other neighborhood, guys, we've been to the far north side with Rogers Park and Uptown and to the southwest side in Beverly and Mount Greenwood. There are links to those episodes in our show notes. If you want to take us around your neighborhood or just tell us some places to go, email us at Chicago at CityCast.fm. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Chicago public health officials report monkeypox cases have plateaued with 39 new cases reported since last week. They're encouraging eligible residents to get vaccinated before mass vaccination sites pivot back to COVID after Labor Day. Police kicked out activists who were camping in protests outside an uptown development site for 11 days. The former hospital parking lot is being turned into 300 apartments. Opponents say the space should be used for further hospital expansion. And some good news to get you through. The first ever Bulls Fest is taking over Madison outside the United Center this weekend. It's going to be a huge three-on-three tournament, a food truck festival, and concerts featuring G Herbo and Chicago legend Brad. For more Chicago stories and events, subscribe to our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. And please, share the podcast and newsletter with your friends. Put them on some good stuff, too. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, a little loud.